Yes. And the reason good. I mentioned that is Patriots will be playing the Rams later this season, December two more weeks, 4th, yeah. I believe. Yes. Three more weeks. Two weeks from Sunday. Uh, Yeah, two weeks from Sunday. So three games from now. Yeah, they play, they'll play two more games before they play the Rams. Mm-hmm. Hey, uh, LeBron James is mad at Phil Jackson. Did you see that? Ah, what a shame. Yeah. Why? Wow, what did what did what happened? What, well, what did Phil do? Did Phil did Phil uh Phil had an interview with ESPN the other day. Yes. And uh he said something about LeBron in it, and LeBron said he doesn't have respect for him anymore. He said, I had nothing but respect. And they said had, and he goes, Yeah. And they said until now, and he said, Yeah. Jackson was featured in a QA on ESPN.com earlier this week in response to the question about how it hurt Miami when James signed with Cleveland. And Phil said it had to hurt when they lost LeBron. That was definitely a slap in the face. But there were a lot of little things that came out of that. When LeBron was playing with the Heat, they went to Cleveland, and he'd want to spend the night. They don't do overnights. Teams just don't. So now Coach Spolstra has to text Pat Riley and say, what do I do in this situation? <laughs> and Pat, who has iron fist rules, answers, you're on the plane, you're with this team. You can't hold up the whole team because you and your mom and your posse want to spend an extra night in Cleveland. Now, what about that do you think would, would make LeBron – would put that over the top and make LeBron find it so so offensive Mentioned and untoward. Mention his mom. It wasn't that. Maverick Carter, James's business partner, you know, his friend growing up. Oh, uh, yeah, I don't know. Maverick Carter, he's like the guy who's been there the whole time. Yeah, he's a... So he doesn't like the word posse. That he didn't that he used the word posse. Oh, okay. Maverick Carter says the word posse and the characterization I take offense to. If he would have said LeBron and his agent LeBron and his business partners, or LeBron, LeBron and, and his entourage. friends. How about his entourage? That's one thing, yet because you're young and black, he can use that word. We're grown men. Now, posse means a group of people who have a common characteristic, occupation, or purpose. Posse, the term you know, goes posse back to, like, goes back to the Wild West. To the Cowboys, were, yeah. When, it was, when they were looking for somebody. Yeah. When and they were trying to find somebody. Armed posse going yeah, to you know, right. find a bandit out in the hills or something Right, like exactly. That. Yeah. That's what it was. That was, it was a law thing. It was a law thing where the, the, the lawmen would you know, be searching for somebody. Did I miss when posse became like a dog whistle word? Did I miss that? Because I, I honestly didn't think that. Yeah, I, I, was posse considered like a racist tie? I honestly had never heard that used that way. Well, I've heard the term posse used for like the entourage. To describe players I, and their friends, but not yes, in a derogatory yes. way, I didn't think. Is that a derogatory thing? It's no, not well. You and your posse? I don't know. I mean, you and your friends, you and your crew, you and your entourage. Like, what's the difference? Well, I, why I is don't posse know. worse than I any of those? I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I'm I'm honestly at a loss. So LeBron was all upset about that. I man. understand that like language is sort of developing now in this day and age, right. and that you have to watch what you say. But right. pos- posse? Right. Really? Yeah. I don't know. It's one thing you call him and those thugs. Okay, well, yeah, that's, that's, then that's you don't say little, that. That's a little different. Him and his posse. What's wrong with his posse? I don't know, because players have referred to their entourages as posses before. Yeah. Yeah, they have. Allen Iverson used to talk about his posse. Right, exactly. You know? Or maybe people talked about Allen Iverson's posse. I don't, I don't know, know exactly. I don't know. I'll tell you one thing. Well, Donald Trump wants to grab him right by the posse. I know. <laughs> I was just going to say, you know. I don't know. You know, get your. That's pretty good. That's a line. That's pretty good. I like that. Write that one down. That's not bad. Using that one later. Yep, that's a good one. Yep. Anyway, well, you know, I'm just glad that we have. So is uh, so is anything come of this? I mean, is LeBron? You know, no. He just said he doesn't respect Phil Jackson anymore. Well, I don't even think he ever did anyway. You know, so who knows? Well, at least we have a. uh, Phil's not getting much respect from anybody. No, he isn't. Why should he? You know, I mean, he's he's basically. 
torn apart the Knicks three different ways since he took over. So it's also Phil Jackson's like a hippie. He's not some racist old guy, you know. Like Phil Jackson I mean, is about mountain, his. He lives in a mountain. Somewhere, yeah, yeah, he's he's not about no, ca- about Colin P. Thought you know like right, right. He's he's been in the NBA forever, and he's like this Buddhist who. You know, light sage in the locker I just room get and a tells kick. everybody to all meditate. I and just stuff. get a kick out. Guys of, like that aren't racist. I just are get they? a kick out of Spolster. Pat, what do I do? Pat, he <laughs> wants to stay. Pat, he wants to stay. What do I do? <laughs> I don't know what to do, Godfather. Uh, Pat, I get more of a kick out of that than any of the other crap that's on in that report. You know. <laughs> <laughs> True. And you know what Pat Riley said to him? You can act like a man! There you go, right, exactly. Exactly. Yeah, Uh, 603-883-9900 is your phone number, (laughs) 883-9900. You can text into the show here at 845-827-1250. The the Celtics I wanted to touch back on again here. Yes, okay. Because it's not just about the Celtics. It's more of a greater point about the NBA, which I think we can all agree on. And that is this whole idea that you can't win in the NBA unless you have that megastar player, right? I think that's pretty much proven. You need to have that. Yes. I think you need to have two. That's not the case anymore. Why not? You need to have that, and you don't even necessarily need to have two, but you need to have that one guy, and you need to have some sort of team around him. You have to have something. Because you're looking at a team in New Orleans that has the best player, I think the best player in the league. Right. I think he's better than LeBron right now. I think he's better than Steph Curry. I think he's better than, you know, most other players in the entire NBA. Damon Lillard, this Davis can do everything. Mm-hmm. And that team just won their second game of the year. They're 2-9. and nine, And probably are going to end up on the bottom half of the Western Conference. So, you know, you can say that it's all about having that one superstar, or you can look at a team like no, the see, I don't San think Antonio that. Spurs. I think it's, a, well, see, the Spurs Anthony defy. Davis is better than anybody on the Spurs. Right, right. But the Spurs have well, I don't know. You know, I don't. I'm Spurs not have two stars. Yeah, they got Leonard. They got Aldridge. Right. And they don't even like Aldridge. Right. But I mean, that's you know, they got a great coach and two guys who are stars. I'm going to give you a couple. Neither one of whom is as good as Anthony Davis. I'm going to give you a couple of examples because it, it, this everybody thinks this is the way it's been in the NBA. All of a sudden, in the last few years, right? I'm going to give you some examples. Okay. The Boston Celtics. In 1970, in the late 70s, early 80s. Mm-hmm. Okay. In the late 70s, they were a horrible basketball team. They went out and they got three good players. Larry Bird, Kevin McHale, and Robert Parrish. They went from... Uh, that's a little out of order, but yeah, okay. They went from a team that, that won, I don't know, 17, 18, 19, 20 games, whatever, to a team that won 60 mm-hmm. in one year. Right. All right. Turnarounds like that were a little more likely. Philadelphia Seventy Sixers. Yeah, they got Moses Malone. I mean, it was you know. They, well, no, they, before Malone. B- before Malone. Before I believe before. Well, yeah, before Malone. I don't think Malone was there right away because Malone was in Houston first. That's right. You're right. Okay. They went out and got George McGinnis. And then Larry Bird told him what he could eat at right, that rally. Right. right. Exactly. Moses. Right. Exactly. They got George McGinnis. That's why they need to have those rallies back. Forget the rolling rally. We need to have our players up there telling Moses Malone to eat bleep. That's what we need. <laughs> That's what's going to revitalize this city. They got George McGinnis, Julius Serving. Yep. And I believe, I don't know if Bobby Jones was on that team or not. But they got a bunch of stars, and they turned that around in a fairly quick quick time. If I'm not mistaken, you know, looking back. Uh, the Lakers. They weren't very good in the late 70s. And then all of a sudden, they got Magic Johnson, 
James Worthy, mm-hmm. to join Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Yeah. There you go. It's not, you know, I, I think you need it. Yeah, you need it. You know, I, I, I know what you mean about Anthony Davis, He's but he's one. He's one. I mean, he's not. He's one. One single, singular. You know. Are there any other Hall of Famers on those Pistons teams? Dumars, she Hall of Famer. Lambeer's not a Hall of Famer. Right? No, I don't know if Dumars. I don't think Dumars is a Hall of Famer. I think Famer. Dumars is. Is he? Maybe I'm wrong. You don't have to do a whole lot to get into the Basketball Hall of Fame these days. From yeah. what I see, some of these guys. It wasn't get these in. days? It was Thirty years ago. Yeah, I know. But uh, well, Dumars played in the '90s too. But I mean, you know, I think that overall, it's it, you, you've seen the J- Jordan's Bulls. You know, Pippen was there. Was Pippen ever going to win on his own? Yeah, Pippen right. Didn't win squat on his right. own. Right. No, I agree. You know, I agree. This is Davis isn't going to win on his own in, in New Orleans. He's not. No, he's got to join somebody, or somebody's got to join him. Or they have to surround him with a with. See, I think they can surround him with some decent players, but that's not going to. They've win surrounded a, him with. It's not going to win a championship. I mean, they got guys there who are just sort of floating. Well, what through are they the paying league. them too? I don't know. That's the thing. I don't know. What can they, they afford to put more guys there? Yes, they can. They okay, yeah, that's can. what I'm, I just don't know. With their Cavaliers can afford to play LeBron, Kyrie Irving, Kevin Love, right. all those guys. Yeah, they can. Right. They can afford to pay someone else to play with Anthony Davis. Yep. And it's also they're in New Orleans. It's not like they're in Boston. You know, New Orleans is a fun place. Like it's a it's a spot. It's, oh, it's, it's a free agent attraction. You would think. You would think, yes. More so than, I don't know, <laughs> Boston, and if you don't make the team, the main more Red More so Claws. than Utah. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Certainly more so than Utah. Right. Yep. And that, to me, sort of just strikes me as an interesting sort of thing. And maybe it's the exception that proves the rule, you know? Maybe it's the exception that proves that you need to have that guy. Well, how, when, you know, how long has it taken? I haven't followed him too much. How long has it taken Davis to really develop? All right? I think he was pretty good right away. Okay. So they had a couple of years to maybe get some. How many years has he been in the league? I think he was the rookie of the year. How many years has he been in, has he been in the league? Uh, this is his fifth season. Fifth season. All right. Fifth season, a one collective bargaining agreement ago. Because that's what you look Four at. Four score and right. one collective bargaining that's, agreement. Because that's what you look at. True. You know, what are we allowed to do? And so they've had some time to do it. And they just haven't, been, they just haven't done it for whatever reason. Now, where did they draft last year? The Pelicans? Yes. You know, if they drafted, they drafted where? Sixth? Okay. Justin says, Justin Sullivan says, Sully says sixth. Sixth overall pick. Yeah, sixth overall pick. So they should have, eh, that's not, you know, that's not going to give him a superstar. You know, some years it might give him close to that, but it's not going to give him a superstar. They picked Buddy Heald. Yeah. Oh, Buddy, yeah. That's right. right. Saw Buddy last night. Yep. So. Could have had, uh, oh, God, look at they could have had. They could have had Jacob Poltel. They could have had Marquise Chris. They could have had Thon Maker. Who the hell is Thon Maker? He makes Thons. <laughs> uh, right? Arvidas Sabonis' kid they could have had. Okay. That kid from Greek, Giorgio. Known as, Papa, known as, Papa known Giorgio. Known as son of Sabonis. Yeah. It yeah. Was, I mean, this was a weak draft. Yep. It really was. Maybe it'll end up, you know, looking different in a couple of years. But right now, I mean, it just looks like mm-hmm. uh, kind of a weak one. Um, in the 2015 NBA draft, let's see. Let's just, while we're looking here, while we're making this point uh, on the Pelicans. The Pelicans in that draft, they were good two years ago, so it would stand to reason they didn't have a great pick. Um, I can't find it. Mm-hmm. Let's see here. Oh, wow. They only had uh, They only had one pick in that draft. It was late in the second round. I guess they must have traded their first. I don't know. They were trading their first, and that's the team they ended up with. 
Yikes. Some very poor management there. And uh, unacceptable when you have a superstar like Anthony Davis. You should not have that much trouble putting the team around him. What's their explanation, I wonder? You know, that's the thing. Is what's, yeah. their, what's their, yeah, you know. Um, but we really thought, <laughs> we really thought Solomon Hill and Tim Frazier were going to develop this year, and you know sometimes you do that and you and you put your eggs in the wrong basket and you think that guys are going to come in and be good and they're not. And that's, right, and that's what happens. You know, that's the case. Uh, Isaiah Thomas, by the way, has scored twenty or more points in every game so far this year. You know the only other guys in the Celtics who've ever done that. Um, you just in, mentioned in, one of them. In, in Bird, right? Nope. No, uh, I just mentioned one of them. Every one of the team's first 10 games. In Mikhail? 86, 87, Mikhail, Mikhail did, did it. Yep. And in 1965. Uh, Bill Russell. No, not Bill Russell. Nope. Uh, Bob Cousy? Sam Jones. Sam Jones, okay. Yeah. And Isaiah Thomas. Those are the only three. Wow, Sam Jones. Yep. Interesting. And going back to last year, Thomas has had uh, at least 20 points in 29 of his last 31 games. Wow. 20 points uh, or more. In 29 of his last Well, I mean, games, I told you, he, cha- to last year. he changed everything with them. Yeah. They, I mean, look, you could point to, to, to you know, some of the moves that Ainge has made, I mean, in, I mean, the drafting and stuff like that. But the fact remains, they were still treading water and struggling until they made the trade for Isaiah Thomas. True. He changed everything. So. He took them from a... From a non-playoff team to a playoff to team. To a first-round playoff exit team. That's what he did. Basically. I'm, just, I'm which telling is you why, the history. Which is, That's why what you need a, which is why you need more players. Yeah. You know? Um, we got to take a break. 603-883-9900 is your phone number. 883-9900. Text line 845-827-1250. Uh, more of uh, this on the NBA and the Celtics. will also get back to the NFL, the Patriots. Rob Gronkowski and uh, this week leading up to the San Francisco 49ers. That's coming up next here on Christian and King. Give them a call at 603-883-9900. It's Christian and King. The Apple Therapy Student Athlete of the Month is brought to you by Apple Therapy. Visit AppleTherapy.com. This is Laura Stelchik with Elise Jolly from Merrimack High School. Can you tell me a little bit about some of your activities at school? I am part of the Merrimack Volleyball Club. I'm on the swim team and the track and field team in the spring. I do student council. What would you say the swim, lacrosse, basketball, track and field have in common? Anything? <laughs> the team atmosphere experiences you have with each team within and the sport you find between the team. What is it like? Like, do you know that you're leaving your school, that you've been so involved in with your friends and all your activities, to know that you're going to be leaving that? Are you excited or are you nervous? Like, it's exciting to see what else the world has to offer and what else is out there. But at the same time, having to like leave your comfort zone and throwing yourself out there is a little nerve-wracking because you feel so much. And like, I'm going to be different to like... Elise, where are you looking at going to school? Playing volleyball at the University of Delaware in New York. So I'm really excited to be down there. I'm looking at maybe doing something on like biology in the biological sciences. And and who would you say has influenced you the most in your academics? I would say that my siblings, I have five four older siblings, and one of them, my brother James, has definitely led me to be who I am today. Um, and Tammy Lambrow, because she has been there for me for the past five years. That was Elise Jolly, Apple Therapy Student Athlete of the Month for October. Nominate your son or daughter. Sign up now at ESPNNHradio.com. 
With six New Hampshire locations, Apple Therapy's comprehensive orthopedic rehabilitation clinics offer convenient access to a wide variety of services. Apple Therapy uses the latest technology and treatment techniques such as trigger point dry needling, active release techniques, running gait video analysis, and Graston technique. Plus, they are networked to most providers in all insurance companies. Apple Therapy is located in Amherst, Bedford, Manchester, Nashua, Londonderry, and Executive Health Club. For more information and access to their video library, visit AppleTherapy.com. Are you looking for an electrical contractor you can count on for insight, experience, and quality work? How about a partner who is dependable and operates with high integrity? The answer is Hammond Electric. Hammond Electric provides quality licensed electrical work for commercial, industrial, biomedical, and life sciences facilities in Massachusetts, southern New Hampshire, and southern Maine. Hammond Electric, powering your productivity. Please call 800-966-5040 or visit HammondElectric.com. This is the famous Budweiser beer, brewed with the choicest ingredients since 1876. 139 holidays strong, decking the halls in an eight-horse open sleigh, aged over beechwood for a crisp, smooth finish. Anyone can jingle all the way. Only Budweiser can macro all the way. Budweiser, this Bud's for you. Enjoy responsible. Budweiser beer, Anheuser-Busch, St. Louis, Missouri. Is your business in search of commercial property? Garrison Glen Corporate Park, located in Exeter, New Hampshire, is a highly desirable suburban business park located just 10 minutes from Portsmouth. There are four lots remaining, ranging in size from approximately 10 to 20 acres. That's Garrison Glen Corporate Park in Exeter. Don't let this opportunity slip away. For more information and other property listings, visit CushmanandWakefield.com. CushmanandWakefield.com. Granite State Game Day, Saturday mornings from 7 to 9. Everyone's clamoring now for them to trade the pick. The fact remains that you should have just listened to me at the trade deadline. I said then, trade the pick. If you can get the right move, trade the pick. Because you don't know, it could be get it could become more valuable, it could become less valuable. And I think because they didn't land in the top two, it became a little less valuable. Dragon Bender, who played 13 minutes a game in Israel, does not is not attractive to me. Only on ESPN New Hampshire. Do you feel like you've been benched or sent down to the minors? Are you paying the correct amount of child support? Let a team of experts help you out. That team is Bardis Law. There is nothing more important in your life than your kids. You wouldn't cut corners for them? Don't cut corners on your legal representation. Don't show up without your starters. Going to court without an attorney is like playing without a coach and without a playbook. Let Bardis Law get you back in the huddle so we can call the play. Call Bardis Law at 603-420-8588 or visit www.bardislaw.com. Hey Chelsea, guess what? I found out my friend at school is going to be moving into a new house. Oh really? That's cool. Where's she moving to? They don't know yet. They're still looking. Do you think they'll ever be able to find a house? Oh sure. Especially if they go to see Daddy at Pinnacle Mortgage. Right, Isabel? That's right, Chelsea. They'll get low rates, great service, and many options to choose from. You see, Pinnacle Mortgage offers FHA, VA, USDA, conventional, and New Hampshire Housing first-time buyers programs. Right, Owen? That's right. So, Maddie, you should tell your friend's parents to go see Dad and the staff at Pinnacle Mortgage. Pinnacle Mortgage. Call 603-518-7900. Pinnacle Mortgage. 65 Market Street, Manchester. And online at PinnacleMTGCorp.com. Pinnacle Mortgage. NMLS number 132-3739. Licensed by the New Hampshire Banking Department. Connecticut Mortgage Broker License number MB 132-3739. Main Loan Broker License number 132-3739. Hertz Transon. NMLS number 22202. Equal housing opportunity. PinnacleMTGCorp.com. This is the home of the best sports fans of the country. It's 1250 Manchester and ESPN New Hampshire.
was the environment like? Okay, it's not a great place. It, is, it you know wasn't. Um, they weren't nuts. They, they're so. It's it's because they're so used to winning. You know, and there was a time when they kicked their last field goal to go ahead, and there was like you know a round of applause for the for the you know the nice effort and stuff. Because our guys would be going berserk. You know, <laughs> you know we're so hungry for it. Pete Carroll on uh, Seattle radio. He's right. He's not wrong. I was on Seattle radio this morning. Wow. I know. Huh? Wow. Hey, coast. I'm coast to coast. You're basically Pete Carroll. I know. Great. Yes. Good for you. <laughs> um, he's not wrong. He's really not. No. It was dead there. It was dead there. Like, on the, Sunday like night. the American dream. Yes, that's true. Dead. Yep. Dead. Yep. Why is that? I mean, it's Sunday night. It's the best. It's the toughest team you got. It's a team full of smack talkers. Oh, yeah. I, I, don't... I took a call last night. Guys, I was at that game. People kept telling me to sit down and be quiet. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. No one should ever say that at a football game unless someone's really, if there's kids around and someone's really being an a Oh, okay? yeah. No, yeah, exactly. Then you tell, hey, shut the bleep up. Well, I hope there weren't too but... many kids there at a Sunday night game like that. You well, know? I hope there were. Yeah. <laughs> but. It was a late. That was you a only late, live once, Tom. That's true. That was a late game. That was a very late game. Although in your case, you've only lived once. But I've lived for a once very, times, very long twenty time. times. Yeah. Yes, exactly. You may only live once, but some people just stay alive forever, <laughs> like a it. vampire. I never go away. I know. Um, I hate that. I hate that about. Uh, I hate uh, that about Patriots about me. fans <laughs> now. No, I do hate you, but yeah, I mean, I hate right. that about Patriots fans. It's it's so lame. It it really is. It's such I a mean, cheesy, you know, wine and cheese crowd, and it's yeah. just you know, what are we? You know, and, and I get it's not though reading. by makeup though. You look at those guys, people there. They're not wine and cheese people. I mean, the the corporate types are, mm-hmm. but that's only the middle section. Yeah, you got a lower section. You got an up uh, upper deck. You know where they all they should be all screaming and yelling and everything else. They really I mean, should. You know, I think they they have to be quiet when the Patriots are on offense, and I think that hurts them. They get into that little, you know. That's what. Malaise. That's I think the problem. Now I understand you're supposed to be quiet when your team has the ball, right? Because they uh, hear the cadence. But right? they go so over the top there. They put up this big sign saying, "Everybody, please be quiet." The offense, the delicate <laughs> genius of the offense, cannot possibly bear to have you know any sort of noise interrupt their uh, delicate genius over here. Oh. Pimple Popper MD with the Delicate Genius. You know, and, and, and basically they, they do the music and they have people on the Jumbotron, you know, on the camera, you know. And, and the like, acoustics suck, too. That's you know, the they, they do there, yeah. There's no doubt about it. You know, if this was Seattle was field, built. To do Seattle that, was yeah. built for the acoustics. Specifically, they built it in, a, in such a way so that the sound would stay so in. So it'll be loud as hell. And, and if the Patriots a, were like that, then the fans would be like that. But that's it's not. A, and that's an outdoor stadium. That's not an indoor stadium. Mm-hmm. It's, not it's an, an indoor, indoor stadium with a, you know, yeah. it's, it's almost a dome, but there's almost, no, nothing but there's, on the, there's no roof. Right, yeah. right, there's no roof. There's no dome retractable. With no roof. <laughs> there's no retractable roof. <laughs> yeah. But it's like it domes all the way up to the top, and then at the very top, it just doesn't connect, you know? Like in in New England, it's just an open space, it's just a regular with stadium. a bridge on one end, where obviously yeah. all the sound's going to carry out of there. It's not even closed all the way. <laughs> no, it's I'm on the I'm yeah. on the closed part. Yeah, for the uh, for the press box, and it gets loud in that press box. Oh, boy. it sure does. Oh yeah. Garigian doesn't get her, you know, mozzarella sticks. Things just go no, south in a hurry. No, I don't get my mozzarella. We had turkey. I was really afraid because we had turkey on on Sunday night. You were afraid of turkey? I was afraid I'd fall asleep. Oh, tryptophan. Yeah. 
right. didn't, didn't have an effect. I heard that's not really a thing. I guess. Oh, really? I don't know. I heard that someone said that someone debunked that. Really? Thing, I don't know. That it, it makes you, know, you tired. But it didn't make me tired that night. So, yeah. of course, the coffee I had probably helped. Probably. Yeah. But uh, all that meth you smoked before you—that's true. Yeah. Yes, I know it. <laughs> Things go. What do you think happens in that lighthouse? Really? You know? <laughs> I think we all know. Yeah, I think that's where Alex Guerrero makes his experiments. Like that's where he makes his elixirs. It could be he concocts them there, and he's it wearing could be like a lab coat. You you've know, got, you've <laughs> got a you've got a, a chemist right down there. You know, droppers everywhere. Oh sure, and he stands up there looking down on the got field, to. laughing, cackling with a thunder in the background. Got you know? to. That's what I. Oh yeah, that's what I envision yep. happens in that lighthouse. I think he's. I think that's it's it. a laboratory. He is, it's a laboratory <laughs> that has created the Brady Man. You know? <laughs> That's Brady it. Stein. <laughs> exactly. You know, the real Tom Brady is, you know, tied up somewhere and, you know, on some, you know, some island. You know? Or maybe Tom Brady. Have you seen the, that show on HBO? Westworld? No. I maybe haven't. Brady's one of the hosts. Uh, you don't even know. Uh, uh, no, I haven't seen it. It's very realistic looking robots on the show. That's the really? whole point of the show. Basically. Oh, wow. Huh. You go to this theme park. It was an old movie in the 70s with Ewell Brenner. Okay. He played like like a gunslinger. Yes. He was a robot. And the whole thing is you go to this place and you interact with these robots, but they can't hurt you and you can do whatever you want to them. And, uh, you know, you can shoot them and bang them and do whatever you want. Right. And uh, then they start to get smart, basically. That's the whole point. Ooh, that's not good. Yeah. They start to understand what's happening. Oh. They develop human emotions. And they revolt? Well, we're only six episodes in. The, The revolution hasn't. What night is it on? It's on Sunday night. Oh, see, I HBO. missed all, Yeah, since once football season started, I missed a lot. It of goes Sunday opposite night, Walking so. Dead, which is tough. But if you DVR him, it doesn't matter. You know, yeah, DVR that's true. Yeah. And that's what I do. Because I'll tell you what, that Walking Dead. Silence! I have not seen it. It's Tuesday, Tom. I haven't seen the one before that. Oh, God. And I fell asleep during the one before that. No, that was a pretty boring I know. So, I mean, you know. So give me a break. No, I won't give you a no, break. No, no. This is show prep you need to do. No. Yes, it is. Watched the Giants last night. That was good show prep. Yeah, because we really talked a lot about that today. That was really Why don't you give me some prep. insight on that then, since we can't talk Walking Dead, even though I really want to talk some, about the last episode right here's now. Here's some insight. The, uh, the Bengals offensive coordinator had all these weird formations. I saw that. Yes. That one, the yeah. Eifert play? Yeah, the, we, yeah, they just did it. They just showed it. Yep, they just showed the Eifert play. What they, was that? Did they say what it was called? No, they they just split three linemen on one side, three on the other, and, and you yeah, know. 77 went out, yep. and then he came back. And I was like, what's he doing out there? But then, you know, he was eligible. That's Zampezi, the offensive coordinator. And I, I don't know his first name. But if I'm not mistaken, that is the son of Ernie Zampezi, who was the Patriots Offensive coordinator, much maligned. Ken by the way. Zampezi. Okay, is his name, and he should be the son of Ernie Zampezi, who is a much maligned offense. One of the he much is maligned. the father, uh, yeah. uh, the, the son, son of Ernie, of Zampezi. Ernie yes. who is a offensive coordinator under the man whose voice we just heard a few minutes ago. That's right, Pete Carroll. Mm-hmm. Yep, and hired uh, Zampezi was also with the Jets, the Chargers, the, the Cowboys, Cowboys, the Redskins. Was, yes. Yes, he and bounced the L.A. Through. and St. Louis. Ran. Oh, he went all over the place. Mm-hmm. New England was just one of his stops. Ernie was a nice guy. Ernie smoked a lot. <laughs> he ran that. Uh, he Ernie, ran the uh, puffed away. Those old Dan Fouts, Kellen Winslow offenses. Yes, that was him. That, that was, was Ernie. Yeah. That was Ernie. Mm-hmm. Yep. So this guy, his son, runs a lot of weird stuff in Cincinnati. I think last night he got a little carried away with it. <laughs> yeah, because they've got a good offense, and they just kind of try to make it a little too gimmicky. You know, but 
The good news is with the Giants' win, we are now. Well, uh, this is this is this is heavy analysis. Are now. you sure about this? Do you have the paper with this in it? Uh, no, I don't have it. I wrote it down on a sheet of paper. So this is heavy analysis now, and I'm not talking about our our game. Oh, uh, okay. Talking about our oh, bet DJ with Dave. DJ Dave. That's right. Yes, the lobster in the karaoke. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. now the Giants are six and three. That's right. Two wins away. Guess who they have the next two weeks? Um, hmm. Let's see. If they played the Bengals, then that means they probably have other teams in the South. So I'll say the Browns. Yes. And the. Is it another team? It's not another AFC team. It's not another AFC team? I'll say the Browns in the... Um, the next two weeks. It's got to be someone who stinks, so... I don't know, the Bucks. No? The Bucks are... Yeah, they can, Bucks are they okay, give them, like, They gave them a hard time last year. The Browns and, and the, the Chicago Bears. Wow. DJ Dave starts spreading that news yes. to, the lo- lo- uh, to the nearest fish market. I prefer the uh, King Bake Stuffed. Yes, I think so, because we are going to be tasting some lobster on you. Yes. Yes, indeed. Do we get to pick where we go? I don't don't know. Because, I mean, McDonald's has a lobster roll. Yeah, no, he's not not weaseling out with some some chintzy lobster roll. No way. No no way. I don't want a lobster roll. I want to break the shell. Yep. I want to wear a bib. I want to I want to dip it in the butter, and I want to make I want there to be a husk when I'm done. I'll take I'll take a couple tails. Yeah. You don't like the claws? No, nah, I'll take or the, the knuckles. I'll take the tails. No, you have to just take the tails. Yeah, lobster tails on the menu. Lobster tails. Yeah, it's pretty. It's, you don't have to do any any. Uh, You're cracking. really an old lady. Oh yeah, you don't have to crack yeah. or anything. It's it's all right. Lobster meat's right there. Just cut it and dip it in butter and eat it. It's the hunt that I like. Yeah, I know. I know. I yeah. like manhandling the thing. It's true. I yeah. like ripping it apart. Yeah, crushing its its shell. You, you know get, what I like to you do? Some, you got some issues. I really do. <laughs> in the beginning, before I even start the lobster, before yes. I even go for the meat, you like to watch the thing die in the pot. You know pot, there are huh? little tentacles on the side there. Those little, those little short yeah, arms. Yeah, I never eat the lobster. I, I get them dead. I never. If you peel lobster. those off and chew on them, you get a little of that lobster. It's good for the palate. You know. Oh really? Get you oh, ready okay. to eat it. There's right. a little bit of meat in there. So. Okay. Right. A lot of people don't know that. Yeah, I guess not. No. Yeah. Nope. Lobster season's basically over. We're picking the wrong time to do this. That's Lobsters okay. Lobsters are out of season in the winter. They that's are. when that's some meat sticks to the shell. Oh, well, we could do it good. in the spring. You know, we could, we could make it. We could do it in the spring. Mm, nah, you see, yeah, we could. We'd find them. We'd try. We got, we got DJ Dave on the hook now. Well, yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah I know. By the way, two wins away, Chicago and Cleveland. They gotta win those games. I mean, they can't lose to those teams. They'll beat they them. Got to. I think they will. They should. Hey, who picked the Giants in the Super Bowl? You did. This guy. I know. Against the Patriots. Yep. Now I think it'll be the Seahawks instead. I think it's going to be Patriots-Seahawks. Yeah, that's trendy. I'm it changing could, it. It could be I, Dallas. It could be, but I think that when you have a rookie quarterback and a rookie running back in the playoffs in the playoffs, the yeah, time, maybe, maybe for that's the a lot time. to ask. That I is. mean, it is. And I, I think well, you actually, do it, but it's, it's a, lot be, to, it's a actually, lot to ask. Actually, you won't have to worry about the rookie quarterback because Tony Romo will be the quarterback in the playoffs. Yeah, and the rookie <laughs> running back might be in jail by then. So, that's you know, true. You gotta, so it could be without both of them. Yeah, all that pressure, out the window. Alleviated. Out the window. <laughs> no problem at all. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> well, we got these rookies. Oh, that's well, right. Let's bench one and throw the other in jail. Okay. Yep. Well, that takes care of that. <laughs> Good job, Jerry. Let's get back that's on that okay. party bus. That's all right. That's not our problem. <laughs> uh, we got the Giants. No problems there. Yeah. You know, they got rid of their one problem. You know, the league helped them do it. Mm-hmm. So, 
Now it's all about the Bears and the Browns. I know. And our eight wins. Just get indeed. us to eight wins, baby. We can do it. Taste that lobster. Oh, I know. It's so let's see, six and three, so that's seven games left. So we know two of them. We know five of them, actually, mm-hmm. because they got to play the Skins, the Redskins, the Eagles, and the uh, uh, Cowboys again. And they're uh, two and one. So my guess is they lo- they win one of those. They don't win both. They don't win two, but they win one. You know, so there's a cush- there's some cushion there, yeah. and then I don't know what the other was. I think they I think they still have to play the Steelers. You know, who else is in that division? It's uh, Pittsburgh, Cincinnati, Cleveland, Baltimore, and Baltimore. They already beat the Ravens, so they got to play. Yeah, they got to play the Steelers again. They yeah. got to play the Steelers. Okay. Uh, that could be a tough game. Do you think the Patriots' defense is good enough to beat Baltimore and Denver? Because after these three games, they yeah. have to play those two teams. Yeah, I, th- I, I, think, I think they are. I don't know if they're good I wonder enough what to the cover Denver Denver's defense, receivers. I wonder what the Denver defense is going to do to the, to the Patriots. That's, that's what I wondered about. That's, that's, worth, that's, that's, you know, the, that's where it is. you know. Because I don't, I don't I'm know. not super scared of that. I mean, they're good. But the Patriots just played a good game. The offense played a good game against Seattle. Right, they did. You know, Brady didn't score. He didn't throw a lot of any touchdowns, but he threw well. I mean, he threw for over 300 yards. He had a good percentage, over 65%, I think. True. And uh, every time they got in the red zone, Blunt got in the end zone. So, I mean, it was – you didn't need Brady to be chucking darts into the end zone until the very end, unfortunately. But I think that, you know, looking at looking at what Denver can do offensively, <laughs> mm-hmm. Trevor Simeon's not a great quarterback. But Emmanuel That's Sanders is a great wide receiver. And Demarius Thomas, I think, even though he's having a down year, can beat anybody in your secondary. Anybody. This could be a game where where the Patriots, who have not been able to create turnovers, I think they'll create a lot of turnovers in the next three weeks. So look at it, look who they're playing. I mean, really, you know, come on, if they can't intercept these three quarterbacks that are coming up. But they could make they they could their defense could get some turnovers on on Denver with Simeon because you know Seattle we said didn't have a running game, but their back ran really well. Yeah, I don't think Denver is going to have that kind of running. Let's game. see if they can get turnovers off of. Colin Kaepernick and Bryce Petty, okay? I mean, let's before we start talking about what they're gonna do to Flacco and Trevor Simeon. Yeah. yeah. I think that that's you know, that that's hopeful and optimistic, sure, but True. I haven't seen a whole lot to to suggest that that's happening. Right. I mean against Russell Wilson, Tom. Right. There was a couple of a series where they rushed two players and had nine guys in coverage and still gave still up first gave downs. Still gave up first downs, I know it. Matt Patricia was asked today. That's that's unbelievable. Matt Patricia was asked about turnovers today. And the question was basically, what can you pinpoint as to scheme that is preventing the number of turnovers that you guys have conventionally had in the past? Now, I haven't seen this be an issue with a Patriot team since Pete Carroll was the coach, believe it or not. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I'd really go with the scheme part of it as much as just, you know, there are definitely opportunities in a game where those turnover opportunities come. I guess there's opportunities for opportunities come up, whether the ball is out in the air or whatever the particular case may be. We just have to make sure we come up with those opportunities. It's all about opportunities. Yeah. I think you've got to give credit to certainly the teams we've played. I don't give a lot of credit to some of the teams they've played. But I don't think you can go as many years in a row as we've gone with high turnover numbers, which they've had. They were plus 23 at this time last year. Mm. And have the opponent look at you and say, you know, we've got to do a really good job of protecting the ball. You know, some of that goes to the opponents that, that we're playing, and those guys are doing a great job of protecting the ball and making sure that they don't turn it over 
but try to limit those, those opportunities that come up in the game. And you know, I, he goes on and on, but that's pretty much it. He's go. crediting the opposition with basically knowing that the Patriots are ball hawkers and they're trying to do everything they can to avoid that. 603-883-9900 is the phone number, 883-9900, text line 845-827-1250. Quick break. I got a game for King when we come back. Make sure you check out our half-off deals on ESPNNHradio.com. Every big sports moment can be heard right here on ESPN New Hampshire. Classic a shot. Down in front, picked up by Crosby. Lobbed down the ice. And the Pittsburgh Penguins have won the Stanley Cup. Flips to take it. Three for the win. It's good. It's the three to win the National Championship. Steps back, puts up a three. Won't go. Final seconds. It's over. It's over. Cleveland is a city of champions. The Cavaliers are NBA champions. We've got it all here. This is ESPN New Hampshire. Hey, Chelsea, guess what? I found out my friend at school is going to be moving into a new house. Oh, really? That's cool. Where's she moving to? They don't know yet. They're still looking. Do you think they'll ever be able to find a house? Oh, sure. Especially if they go to see Daddy at Pinnacle Mortgage. Right, Isabel? That's right, Chelsea. They'll get low rates, great service, and many options to choose from. You see, Pinnacle Mortgage offers FHA, VA, USDA, conventional, and New Hampshire housing first-time buyers programs. Right, Owen? That's right. So, Maddie, you should tell your friend's parents to go see dad and the staff at Pinnacle Mortgage. Pinnacle Mortgage. Call 603-518-7900. Pinnacle Mortgage. 65 Market Street, Manchester. And online at PinnacleMTGCorp.com. Pinnacle Mortgage. NMLS number 1323739. Licensed by the New Hampshire Banking Department. Connecticut Mortgage Broker License number MB1323739. Main Loan Broker License number 1323739. Hertz Transon. NMLS number 22202. Equal housing opportunity. PinnacleMTGCorp.com. Beals Insurance Agency is proud to announce the opening of their new Londonderry office. Located on Route 102, Beals Insurance is committed to serving Londonderry, Hudson, Wyndham, and Litchfield while offering the best price and quality coverage that's right for you. Whether it's home, auto, or business insurance, make the right call with Beals Insurance Agency. Call Steve at 603-471-9999 or visit BealsInsurance.com. You've been putting off a home improvement project because your budget's a little tight? Well, put it off no longer. Nashua Wallpaper is your one-stop decorating center for cabinets, countertops, paint and supplies, wallpaper, flooring, and especially window treatment and installation services. They take you from start to finish. Everything from the estimation to the delivery and installation. Find out more at NashuaPaint.com. Are you looking for an electrical contractor you can count on for insight, experience, and quality work? How about a partner who is dependable and operates with high integrity? The answer is Hammond Electric. Hammond Electric provides quality licensed electrical work for commercial, industrial, biomedical, and life sciences facilities in Massachusetts, southern New Hampshire, and southern Maine. Hammond Electric, powering your productivity. Please call 800-966-5040 or visit HammondElectric.com. Do you have a flooring project in mind? Then let the experts at Divine Flooring partner with you to get the job done. Divine Flooring is committed to providing their customers with the best advice and products at the best prices. From carpet to hardwood to tile and stone, Divine Flooring will help you obtain a beautiful new floor that will last a lifetime. Plus, they have a huge selection of area rugs in stock at all times. Come experience the Divine difference. You'll be floored. Located right on Route 101 in Wilton. Call 603-654-5400 or visit DivineFlooring.com. Hey, it's me, your house talking. You know what would make me really happy? If you had to Lowe's for big savings on their reporter cable drills so you can start building your 20-volt system. 
They have all the torque you need to finish that project you've been putting off. You do that for me, and I'll stop peeling my wallpaper when I get bored. Make your home happy with great deals right now at Lowe's, like up to 30% off Porter Cable Power Tools. Valid September 26th through October 12th. Excludes accessories, U.S. only. You're listening to New Hampshire's home for the Boston Red Sox on 1250 Manchester. It's ESPN New Hampshire. Christian and King, ESPN New Hampshire. Thanks for joining us today. Tom has to leave at uh, yeah, around ten after two. Where do you have to go? I go to Nashville North, where Brandon Gillis will be signing his letter of intent. But you know, we, it's tough with those because you don't want you can't go to everyone. There's so many of them. But this one, Gillis is a golfer, and he's going to Wake Forest. Mm. So this is kind of eh, this is kind of a major one. I think. Yeah. So, Pretty big one. Yeah. So, and plus, I talked to him about his career and stuff like that. So, it's a good chance to good chance to mingle with the masses. All right. Well, before you go, let's uh, test Tom's. Uh, well, oh, let's God. test his functions. Test the synapses. <laughs> see how he's doing. Good lord. With a little version of the name game. Oh no, not names. You know, I don't know names. You do know names. I don't know names. Tom, what I'm going to do here is I'm going to give Multiple you choice. That's three first names with a shared last name. All baseball players. I'm going to give you three baseball players' first names. They all have the same last name, and you just have to give me the last name. Kawasaki. Want to wait till I give you the Uh, names? Okay, sorry. (laughs) For example, uh, I might say, (laughs) I would say something like Joe, Dom, and Vince. And you would say? Joe, Dom, and Vince. Moss, no, because uh, we're Boston. DiMaggio. Yes, exactly. Joe, the, see, you get the, you get the, you get the gist. Yeah, I got the gist. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Kawasaki. <laughs> Let's start uh, with. Uh, how about this one? Anastas. <laughs> how about Tom, Alex, and D? Tom, Alex, and D. Not D's nuts. <laughs> D. Tom, Alex, and D. Cora. No, I guess not. No. No, Tom Cora wouldn't do it. I'll no. give you a hint. One of them got busted uh, for steroids this year, and one uh, of them has a Stephen King book written about him. Uh, the girl who loved. Um, yeah, you got me. Wrong, 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 wrong. How about D. Right. Gordon, Alex Gordon, oh, the, girl the girl who loved Tom, Tom Gordon. Gordon Tom. Lever, that's God. right. Yeah, there you go. You're off to a bad I told start. Told you I'm not good. I think that's the DiMaggio one, right? How about this one? Alejandro, Tony, and Willie Moe. Pena. That is correct. Very good. How about Frank, Jackie, and Brooks? Robinson. Yes. See the old ones I know. How about Asdrubal, Miguel, and Melky? Asdrubal Cabrera. Correct. (laughs) See, you're finding your zone here. Uh, here's a little tough one. Sid, Tony, and Alex. 
Sid, oh, oh. Sid should do this. Oh. Oh, no. Oh, Sid Fernandez. El Sid. Sid. Fernandez. Oh, yeah, of course. I was thinking Pirates for some reason. All right. How about Kurt? Uh, Kurt? Kirk? Oh, Kurt. Kirk. With a T. Kurt. Mac. And Ichiro. Ichiro Suzuki. Correct. Suzuki, yeah. That was it. Kawasaki. I thought you were going to say Kawasaki, actually. I was, trying to, I was trying to throw you off a little bit there. All right, here we go. How about Rafael, Jesus, and Miguel? Palmero? Close. Uh, Montero. Uh, so really not close at all. Did you know that one, Sully? Sully knew it. Yeah, Sully knows everything. How about Walter, Randy, and Howard? Walter, Randy, and Howard. Sounds like a law firm. Randy uh, Johnson. Yes, yes yeah. correct. Yep. I was almost going to go Jones with Randy Jones and the Padres, but then I said no. How about Christian, Joseph, and Bartolo. Cologne. Yes. There's only one Bartolo. Some of these you sort of know. Yeah. yeah, there's only one Bartolo. All right, here we go. How about Reggie, Scott, and Dion? Sanders. Yes. Cody. Sully has Tyson. A new appreciation for me. Don't Cody. Sully. Shut up, Tom. No, I'm sorry. What was it? Cody what? Cody, Tyson, and David. Oh, Cody, 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 Tyson. David. Yeah, nah, I'll know. give you a hint that David won the World Series this year, yeah, and no, he used to play I, for the Red Sox. Oh, uh, oh, just, wait a minute. Uh, David was on the Red uh, Ross! Ross! David oh, yeah, Ross, Cody right. Ross, Tyson Ross. Tyson, I would have known. All right, here's a good one. Yes. Kip, David, and Vernon. So you know this one? Kip, David, and Vernon. Don't look. Uh, you should both get this. Uh, uh, uh. Kip Wells, Vernon Wells, David Wells. How about Tommy, Tori, and Catfish? Hunter. Yes. Billy, Daryl, and Josh. And Alexander, the far, the president on the ten dollar bill. Uh, Hamilton. That is correct. And finally, yes. Wilton, Pedro, and Vladimir. Guerrero. Yes, very good. All right, Tom. Too bad. I did okay. Sixty-five percent. Just about. Yeah, I think yeah. you got about six out of ten there. Yeah, that's not bad. Maybe I'll seven. Take that. I don't that's know. I wasn't, I, I wasn't really keeping track. But you got that one, Sully. No, see, Sully wouldn't have gotten that. That game right, wasn't so. very good. Yeah, I liked it. I yeah, liked it. it. Was you okay. said I, I liked it. Yeah, I liked it very it much. Right. That's um, not bad. The, the one uh, I should have gotten was Wells. That's the one I should have gotten. Yeah, you should have gotten. That's that the one. one. Yeah, that's the one. I'm disappointed. The others I'm I pretty embarrassed gotten. for you, to be honest. Yeah, that's okay. But that's not uncommon. That's all right. Um, before you go, and I know that you're going to be sticking around a little bit here, yeah. but I do want to get into this a little bit. The idea that, uh, and, and you really sort of saw it. I, I was thinking yesterday about, in the NFL, Yes. how many real tough, physical, strong, beat-you-up defenses are there, really? 
There's the Broncos. The Broncos, the Seahawks. I think the uh, Bengals maybe a little bit. Bengals yeah, like they, to kick your ass. Yeah, uh, yeah. Mm, the Vikings maybe. I don't know about the Vikings now. Vikings defense, I don't know. I mean, yeah, they, they were. They got but... some big hitters and, and, and guys who, who play that way. But really, I mean. I the Chiefs might qualify. Chiefs? Maybe. Maybe. Kendall Reyes, come on. Well, not because of Kendall Reyes. You know? You know, maybe because of Justin Houston and <laughs> yeah. know, some of their other, some some of their day. good players. You know, Houston didn't play the other day, did he? I don't know if he did. Yeah, I know he yeah. came off the he came off IR. I don't think, I yes, I don't think they played him. He did not play on Sunday. Um, not too many teams other than that, and certainly, certainly not the Patriots. The Patriots are not a big hitting team. They're not a team yeah, that scares you. They're not a team that really looks for that big hit. And I don't know if that's. Uh, uh, new philosophy. I don't know exactly what the what the deal is, but it when, definitely when, seems when, like the Patriots defense Patriots in general defense is has taken ruined. a real hands off approach lately. I don't think they've ever been known for that. Really, Brandon what? Browner and Revis. You know, I mean, they well, were uh, Browner. Yeah, Browner Revis wasn't a hitter. People. Revis was just a good, smart. No, but guy. he was a strong physical corner. I mean, he was. Yeah, he was there. Gerard Mayo. You know, he could he could hit people. Like I, I sort of problem was is Gerard Mayo got. It would hit people, and he'd be the one getting hurt. That's true. <laughs> that happened, you know. That did happen. I, it, it, I always, you know, the Brewski Law defenses. I mean, goodness, they were smart. They weren't. They weren't ferocious. They 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 relied on their smarts. And I think this defense, they're hoping they can rely on their smarts. Ninkovich, smart player. You say that, though. Hightower, but smart Ty player. But Law and Malloy, they were on those brewski teams, and those guys used to kill people. Rodney Harrison used to kill people. I mean, that's not... Rodney Harrison would kill people. I think Rodney Harrison killed people more when he was a Charger than when he was, than when he was a Patriot. I, I do. I feel that way. He still, think, he still got called the dirtiest player in the league when he was with the Patriots. Yeah, I think Harrison was more of a... I think Harrison was a, a smarter player. I, I, he, I think he was a smart player. Yeah, I just think those defenses weren't. He would still try and end people's lives. Those over the defenses middle, weren't intimidating. I didn't think. I didn't think so. They were smart. They weren't intimidating. They made plays. They no, you asked the St. Louis Rams in 0-1 if that defense was. Well, that was a that was a design strategy by the Patriots. I mean, that, they that was not brutalized those guys. Right, but you know what? That was you were not, allowed to back then. But yeah. that was not their mo. That All was year? not yeah. That yeah. was not the way they played the game. They did that specifically for that team. That worked. Yep. And they used to do it to Peyton Manning and Marvin Harrison and the and the Colts too. They did. Playoff they time. they would brutalize them. They would. And that that not in the not in the Seattle, Denver mold though. Not the same way. They were smart about it. They just were. I well, don't in know. the playoffs, Tom, I think that really goes a long way. I do. Yeah. I think in the playoffs, having guys who can do that. Is is huge because a they don't call as many penalties and b and I hate to say this you can knock guys out of the game. Oh no, you no you do you, you, you know you, I mean you, you can, wear that's them a, down. That's a huge deal. You physically wear them down to the point where they're not as good as they were at the start of the game. Yeah, yeah, I know if they're if they're still in the game, you know. But instead, I mean, we got nine guys dropping back in the coverage. People are still getting open, and no one's hitting anybody. Right. You know, and I just it's like there's not really much going right with this defense. They're not rushing the passer. They're not stopping the run. They're not really. They're giving. Well, they're they're a little inexperienced in some areas. I guess, and it's hurting them a little bit. Russell Wilson carved you know, them their up. Their other their other cornerback situation is is one that they have to worry about. No kidding. You know, so Wilson carved them up. Their running back kind of made made plays as a receiver and a and a uh, and a runner. Um, I just look. This was after a bye week, too. Yeah, but you know I mean, what? they needed to have a plan in place, and they, you know? Collins. 
I'm going to tell you, Collins made, would have made a lot of difference. Now, one player might not have won him the game. Collins would have made some some difference in there. He would have chased some guys, some guys down a little bit. I think he could have. You know? I, I feel bad for Landon Roberts. When he was trying to cover that precise kid. Don't feel bad for he him. He was He's, running full sprint, and he couldn't keep up with him. Don't feel bad for him. He'll do fine in the next three weeks. The next three weeks, maybe. You know? He'll do fine. I mean, they put him in coverage. It's not like... It's not yeah. like C.J. Precise is some superstar, you know? I'd say the rest of those teams got got running backs just as good as him. Yeah, linebackers and running backs, that's a tough, that's a tough matchup. I know. Yeah. we got to take a break. Uh, we'll be back. Don't go anywhere, Christian and King. Come experience all the joys of living at Bedford Green. Only steps from the Merrimack River and Heritage Walking Trails, the Bedford Green offers some of the largest floor plans in the area with a convenient location only minutes from Manchester. Bedford Green is the town's newest luxury living address, featuring granite counters, stainless steel appliances, natural light and spacious layouts, and offers easy accessibility to restaurants, shopping, and all the major highways. Visit BedfordGreenNH.com. Ace is the place with the helpful hardware, folks. We just bought a fixer-upper, and I don't know where to begin. So I went to see Paul at our neighborhood Ace. I told Nate we have everything he needs to help him repair their home, from a wide selection of paint colors, craftsman tools, and the best lawn and garden brands. Ace is the place with exactly what you need, starting with help. Ace Hardware now is a brand new store in Nashua on Pearl Street downtown. That's right, a brand new Ace Hardware store in tax-free Nashua, New Hampshire. Nashua Ace Hardware is a division of Nashua Wallpaper. The money-saving tip. Coming at you with another money-making tip. How to save money effectively. Tired of overpaying for stuff? Then head to ESPNNHradio.com and check out the ESPN New Hampshire Deals page. You can save up to 50% on deals from all your favorite local businesses and restaurants. Why pay full price when gift cards and gift certificates are only a few clicks away? So start saving now by going to ESPNNHradio.com and checking out the new ESPN New Hampshire Deals page. You're welcome. Harvey Wanda, Mark Rosenthal. Here's what's happening for today. You'll need raincoats and umbrellas. It's cloudy with rain getting steadier and heavier. Temps in the mid-50s. Rain land overnight. Breaking clouds mid-40s. And for tomorrow, sunny clouds. It'll be in the 50s. Thursday, partly sunny. It'll be near 60. Friday looks great. We'll be turning colder the second half of the weekend. Weather forecast today being brought to you by Infinity Car Wash, located on 2nd Street in Manchester, New Hampshire. And, of course, some more weather information, please check out my webpage at weatherblast.com. I'm Mark Rosenthal, reporting for ESPN.